there. So I'm excited to tackle this question today around mindset and how mindset can actually impact your planning. And it is something that is not necessarily as obvious as some people think it is, but I want to share a couple examples with you here today to help you realize where maybe the issue isn't that you're not productive or the issue isn't that you don't know how to plan well. The issue may be that you're bringing the wrong mindset to the table when you're sitting down to actually do your plans. So let's go ahead and dive into this today. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. So I had a question come in recently and I thought it was such a fantastic question that it would make sense to kind of dedicate an episode here on the podcast to this. And the question that someone asked me was, how does mindset or does mindset affect the way you plan and your productivity? And the answer to that, friends, is 100% yes. It totally does. But it's so subtle, sometimes we're not aware of how it's happening. So that's what I really want to dive in here today with you all and to give you some examples and some food for thought, but most importantly, give you a takeaway on what I want to make sure you don't do because it will have a tremendous negative impact on your planning, how you run your days, and your overall productivity. So first, let's talk about, I just want to give you a quick example of, let's say that you were in the middle of the woods and a bear started chasing you. out you would obviously be running as fast as you can, but I want you to think about what is the energy, what place would you be in if you were running all out because a bear is chasing you? Chances are you would be completely terrified. You would be anxious. You would be stressed. It would probably cause you to breathe heavier, panic more, all of that, right? Because you were, you were bringing a very terrified energy to the act of that run. Now, on the flip side, maybe you're out on a gorgeous day, you're out for a run with a friend, and they look at you and they're like, hey, let's have a race. Let's see who can get to the end of the street the fastest. Now, you're, you're coming into this and it's a great day, you're with a good friend, and now you're going to go run all out as fast as you can. Now, the energy that you're going to be bringing to that run is one of exhilaration, fun, excitement you are still going to be physically exerting yourself, but it's not going to be in this hyperventilating panic mode. You're going to be bringing a completely different energy to the exact same activity. So this is what I want you to think about 
when you're thinking about your mindset as you sit down to plan your week or even just to embark on your day. So I, you know, you guys all know I coach the incredible importance of weekly planning instead of daily planning. Well, here's what I want you to think about around your mindset and the energy that you're bringing to whenever you choose to conduct your weekly planning session. Scenario one, maybe you have just come back from some time off or it is a, let's say you're doing your weekly planning on perhaps a Sunday. It's been a very stressful Sunday. Maybe the, the washing machine broke in your house. There was some problems, you know, whatever the case may be. And now you sit down to start doing your weekly planning for the next week. And you're already sitting down from a place of feeling a little frustrated, a little anxious. When you go to look at your next week, you're going to be bringing that energy into your planning session. And what this usually results in is you end up putting the wrong activities at the wrong time of day. So you either way over, over plan, over schedule, and you're like, oh my gosh, I've just got to get all this stuff done. So you start jamming in as much stuff as you can into your calendar or The opposite will happen where you're feeling so overwhelmed and so frustrated as you sit down to do your planning. You kind of look at the next week and you're like, just forget it. Just forget it. You know what? I'll just handle whatever comes at me. Now, you may have the exact same week ahead of you, but if you were to sit down to do your planning session where you're feeling relaxed, you've re-energized, you've had a really good day, maybe you just went for a walk, maybe you had a big win, maybe you just accomplished a goal, and now you're sitting down to do your planning, what kind of energy are you bringing to that planning session? You're going to be stepping into your planning from a place of already feeling, hey, I got this. I'm accomplished. I can't wait to see what I'm going to tackle next week. And you're going to bring a very positive thoughtful, intentional energy to the plans that you create. And so I really want to caution you. And it's something I have had to learn. Like when I come back from an extended vacation and if it is, you know, the night before and it's Sunday night and we got back late and we got school the next day and work and all of that, I know that is not going to be a smart time for me to sit down and do my weekly plan because I'm already stepping into it, feeling a little stressed out and a little frazzled. And I'm going to bring that energy into my weekly plan, which means that my weekly plan is not going to be a smart one because it's going to be more in that panicked mode of sprinting away from the bear where I might be tripping over roots and all of that. And and I'm coming at it from a worst case scenario perspective. Instead, I may choose to get a good night's sleep, wake up Monday morning, have my morning routine, feel good, get myself relaxed, and then sit down to do my weekly planning from a place of, okay, I just came back from a nice vacation. Now let me realistically look at my next week and figure out how am I going to get the most important things done? And how does this tie to actual productivity? Well, when you have an intentional, thoughtful, realistic weekly plan in place, the likelihood of you following it, engaging with it, and actually seeing it through is going to be 10x more 
than when you've created a weekly plan from stress and anxiety. Because again, it's not going to be a well thought out plan. So I want you to think about before you sit down to do your next weekly planning you know, session or however you do it, have a quick gut check with yourself on what is my mindset as I'm stepping into this weekly plan? Am I coming into it already thinking next week's going to be a disaster? There's no way everything's getting done. And I just had a really crappy week. Or are you coming into your weekly planning session from a place of feeling relaxed, feeling calm? Maybe you're nervous about the next week. That's okay. Maybe you look at it and you're like, whoo, this one's going to be a doozy to figure out, but I know I can as opposed to there's no way it's going to get done. I'm screwed. I'm going to be overscheduled and exhausted. And if you find you're in that very frustrated, tight place, you've got one of two options. One is say, not right now, walk away and come back later after you've done something to re-energize or relax yourself, whichever you may need. The second option is instead to switch to my ditch the overwhelm process, that 48-hour strategy. And if you are unfamiliar with that, go out there to theworklifeharmony.com and I've got a free cheat sheet for you that you can download that walks you through kind of how to get yourself out of that state of just being a little bit paralyzed, overwhelmed, and feeling very uncertain on, on what to do next and how to do it. Because sometimes you need to shift and just get into this 48-hour strategy to reduce that anxiety and stress so that then you can set forth from a good place of energy into your weekly planning. So I hope that this is giving you something to think about. Give yourself a gut check before you sit down to create your next plans, whether it's goal setting, whether it's a weekly plan, whether it's a strategy plan, whatever it may be, and make sure that you're bringing the right mindset and the right energy to your planning session so that you will have a successful and a realistic one that you can feel really good about. Make it a fantastic week, friends. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.